This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Hopefully, your eye wasn't on it during the eclipse. See what I did there, Bob? Yes, yes. Did there. Just, it that was... just came to me uh, as the music was playing there. Bob Walaszewski from Focus on the Family is plugged in, and it is time for us to get uh, family-friendly advice for the movies out this weekend. But the entire country came to a screeching halt uh, two minutes at a time on Monday. Where were you? You know, I had purposefully decided to go running at that time. Mm. So I got ready and I headed out. And what I expected to be was I was going to be running in the dark. Yeah, uh, right. Not not like total dark. I yeah. knew that mm-hmm. ours was a 92% sun wow. coverage. Okay. And in the 8% that was going to be shining, I figured it was going to look like dusk or dawn or something like that. So I thought, okay, I'll go a little early. But by the time I get done, I'll be it'll be kind of cool. I'll remember forever. Where was I in the dark sure. coming back? I uh-huh. think only to learn, as we probably many of us who weren't in the total totality, they called it, yeah. uh, that uh, no 8% of sun is still a lot of sun. Yeah, still and, a lot uh, of sun. And I would put it this way. If I had not known that there was an eclipse out running, I would have never known that we were in it or experienced it. And it but I did plan a cover or something. Or? Yeah, it would have felt like like a little bit of cloud cover. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I came back and, and like you said, everybody took I mean, there was no work, no productivity at Focus on the Something Family. Something like 7 or, million hours uh, of lost, lost uh, on Monday. And we had our share, but that was part of it. We all got paid to go out and watch the Eclipse. Yep. And, uh, and I, what I did is I planned to come back at the peak so that I was back, and then I was going to go out and run again, which I did. And uh, when I came back, I was able to borrow a pe- uh, some glasses because I knew by my watch that it was supposed to be the peak. But, mm-hmm. again, it was all in the daylight. And so I looked, and then I, I got the chance to look at it. And then some people had some pretty – expensive camera set up where you could look at their screens and see yeah. it too so that was well, you pretty got cool. bruce house connect and you got yes. stewart and you got a few guys there that that kind of do this and bruce took a picture of me that i pro i should send you by the way okay I and uh now that you've uh, mentioned it you got to do it okay i will i will and uh it it, it i was like it makes me look old <laughs> <laughs> so the ca- something wrong with the camera. Something yeah, wrong that, it was. It was. It was. It, it, I thought Bruce was a good photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had somebody, our, our promotions person. I was at uh, the Leland Clausen uh, comedy event last Saturday night, and you know I'm up on stage and there's pictures taken, and she posts one, and I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't drink so much before I go on stage because I look, you know, it's she caught me. And still posted where I look like I'm going, hey, I'm ready here. Then the more I looked at the picture, it's like maybe I should have few less, few fewer pizzas before I go on stage. And then I had the other thought, you know, the camera adds ten pounds. There was at least twenty people in the audience with cameras on me, so I'm just. I'm I'm glad to hear that's true about the camera. I did not know that. Now I, now I know what my issue is. Yeah, well, it, it, when you have a whole crowd of people with the cam- with their cameras on you, you know, you'll look like you're 100 pounds overweight, like me. 
You're going to laugh later today. I'm telling you, you're going to laugh later today. Okay. Seriously, you're going to think about my joke there, and you're going to laugh later today. All right. <laughs> it ecl- the, the, the humor eclipsed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was so much better than mine. Yeah, all Maybe right. Maybe you should get in, be getting paid be, to do that. Yeah, okay, i, I got to get in the radio. All right, we've got uh, a couple of movies to talk about. Uh, one, animated, so, uh, you know, Hollywood is... It almost seems like every third film is animated now. You know, it used to be if it wasn't if it wasn't out of the Disney studio, it was not animated. But then everybody got or into it, animation, or it wasn't good. You know, right? <laughs> and uh, if it, if and it was, even, it wasn't very good. But no, they're, they're, the animation is is incredible. This film is uh, pretty good. Uh, I'll just say right up up front, it tells a story of an 11-year-old girl named Felicia and her best friend Victor who are orphans in an orphanage in France. And But there they're told not to dream about the future because life is hard. But Felicia and Victor aren't buying it. Uh, they, they decide to escape uh, their orphanage and they jump on a train, head to Paris. The two there are accidentally separated. And Felicia winds up at a dance studio where she spies an incredibly talented ballerina and she says, I can do that, or at least I'd like to try. So she claims to be someone she's not to wiggle her way into the dance classes. And uh, eventually, of course, Victor shows up as well. They get reunited. And he wants to be a, an inventor. Any chance that both of their lofty hopes, hers as a ballerina, his as an inventor, can happen? Or is it just pie in the sky? Well, Tom, if they're making a movie about it, probably turns out that, uh, not spoiling anything, that things happen and click for them. And really, when you think about it, when you have a message, a lot of animated films have this message, follow your heart, follow your dream. And and I don't mind that message. I realize the heart can send us in wrong areas. But, you know, we got parents who are part of the process who I believe if they help us dream the dreams that God has for us, mm-hmm. put, let's put a spiritual uh, you know, uh, emphasis here. If if we're trying to dream God's dreams, then we definitely can accomplish His dreams for us because they're His dreams, anyways. And so, a little parental involvement on a movie like Leap, and it actually can be a pretty good experience. How many plugs for Leap? We gave it a four. Four. For so people family. might want to leap in the leap All right, at the theater this weekend. Well, you're just all with the puns. Oh, I've got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All Saints. Uh, I had mentioned before our segment started today that uh, John Corbett, the actor, was somebody that I really, really liked uh, as a character. You know, there's an oddity. We have a tendency uh, if there's a character that an, that an actor plays that we really, really like, we start to lose the actual person and we we think we know the character right and that can be so dangerous then when you actually meet them in person right uh and uh, the the lead actor for all saints is one of those for me back in the day uh tell me about all saints is it good i liked it and uh and it's just a very positive segment today thanks to hollywood Yay. so we had a four out of five for leap we get a four and a half out of five for all saints faith-based film rated pg and it asks the questions how does god move us to his purposes and it's based on a true story of a man named pastor michael spurlock uh, you may have never heard of him. I know I hadn't, um, but he is alive today, and he's a real gentleman, and he was, uh, a few years back, sent by the Episcopal Church to close an Episcopal Church there called All Saints Episcopal Church in Smyrna, Tennessee. It was failing. There was a couple families left, 
everybody else was gone uh, and it was on a good piece of property. Why not close it up, sell the property? Michael help us do that. So that's what he's he-, he heads there to do. But he then gets there and believes God is giving him a nudge to go in a different direction. Knows that's not going to fly with the uh, up the flagpole people because that's what they sent him to do. And then a group of refugee Burmese farmers shows up at the church door. Their English is terrible. Uh, only one can speak relatively well, and his is halt, haltering it, it uh, or uh, sporadic English at best. But Michael starts developing this plan. What if they turn the church property into a farm? These Burmese farmers can farm it and it'll supply food for their families. And if they make extra, it could help pay the church bills. It makes perfect sense. He put in the effort, you're gonna have a great new, gonna have finances coming in. Except that, what if that's not what God has in mind? Mm. So without giving it away, it's one of those where you think it's moving right and it takes a left. Mm. And uh, in life, sometimes don't we, when we think sure we we're absolutely hear God's will, here's, here's his voice and we're moving right. And then God says, no, I want you to go left, <laughs> you know? And uh, this is one of those films. It's not one of those films that you want to do a standing ovation at the end, but it is a film that you're going to want to think about. How does it apply to my life, God's mm. purpose in my life? And that's a good message. So again, a four and a half out of five, very good, very good score for All Saints. I talk a lot uh, about, you know, we have to check in every day. Uh, there's a reason new mercies are available every day. The Lord knew we would need them. But also another reason to check in every day is he gave you a, a mission or a purpose or an instruction and you're, okay, I'm in, I'm all focused. I'm not going to away from this. But at some point he goes, okay, you've learned that lesson now. I want you to turn left. All right. If, if, if you're not listening and you're not hearing the still small voice, you're going to end up at the previous destination. He's like, yeah. Um, we're done here. You needed to turn left way back there. Well, and sometimes our turning left is nothing to do with us. Right. I think of Joseph Absolutely. in the Bible. I mean, he's sold by his brothers into slavery, thrown into a cistern. Um, then when he gets down to Egypt, he, he becomes the uh, slave of Potiphar. And then Potiphar's wife falsely accuses him of assault. And then he's sent to jail. And just about the time it looks like he's going to get out because he share, he interprets the dreams of the cupbearer and the baker. Um, and he tells the cupbearer, remember me when you're out. And he's, oh, yeah, sure will. Yeah, no and problem. he forgets him. And two two years later, so at age 17, Joseph is sold in slavery. At age 30, he saves the lives of his father and his brothers. Yeah. And, and in Genesis 50, we get that wonderful scripture that says, you intended it for harm, but God intended it for good. good. Talk about a left-hand turn. Right. And Joseph understood that as bad as it was, and oh my goodness, being in an Egyptian jail must have been awful, awful, awful. Yet he sees it only in God's plan, not in the hardship. Well, we've got just about a minute uh, to finish here. And uh, I had Leland Clausen in uh, concert here this last week. Extraordinary man. Yeah. Boy, you are just loaded (laughs) with the punnies today. I'm telling you. We need to record two segments. You're so good. Uh, And he expressed, you know, he really didn't like running beforehand. Uh, is he, he running now? He he kind of runs now, not like you know the yeah, guy yeah, he portrayed no, he uh, David Horton, you know, who's an ultra marathoner. But 
he didn't he he wasn't a runner. He didn't think that that was a good idea, kind of thing. And uh, but uh, this movie, extraordinary, is about something I think a lot of men uh, deal with, especially in our society today. And that's about you know balancing uh, work over you know marriage over your relationship with your family and your wife. And uh, really good. Really looking forward to. I've seen a lot of cuts of it, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the whole thing. Uh, it's one of those fathom events. One time on September seventh, uh, I, I left you fifteen whole seconds to give your opinion. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it next week for sure. But I, but I, I too like the story when his wife thinks, "Honey, you are running way too many miles, gone way too much. This is affecting our marriage." And he's thinking, "But one more, please, please." So, anyways, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more. All right, uh, uh, Bob Walaszewski is his name. I have no pun for that at all. Uh, I'll just tell you that you can find out the information at PluggedIn, PluggedIn.com. Get the smart app for your smart device and uh, be well-educated on family-friendly entertainment. Bob, thanks for your time. Thank you, Tom. For questions or comments, please email Tom at FaithTalk1360.com. That's Tom at FaithTalk1360.com.